0: I feel good!
1: Hello there. I'm an important British actor. You're listening to the Beer Review Journal on the Lunchador Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Knotts and McKinneth Blue. Enjoy! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Beer Reviewed Journal, a beer podcast for the discerning imbibist. I am your friendly neighborhood bartender, McKenneth Blue. And I'm brought to you by the number 25. My name is Matt Knotts. Hey, Matt Knotts. How are you doing today? It's the first episode of 2021. Uh, We're recording this on, on January 6th, 2021.
0: January 6th, 2021, a completely nondescript day that nothing happened.
1: Slow news day.
0: You know? Very slow. Yeah. Almost disappointing. I wish there was more to talk about. I know.
1: All, all we have to talk about are beers. And what a couple of beers that we have to talk about this evening, Matthew. Ooh, boy. Um, yeah. We are, we are back in black beers.
0: We are. Just like the title of this episode says. Back in black. Hit the sack. So glad. I'm glad to be back. Let loose with the news. Come on, I'm eating Oreos, I think is the rest of that lyric, if I remember right.
1: Is that right? No, I'm pretty sure it just goes net meminat meminat. Those are the only words I know. That's not true. I actually love that song and that band. So many great rock and roll songs about rock and roll. It's true. And I, I really believe that's the purest art form.
0: Songs about rock and roll, rock and roll songs about rock and roll. 100%. I, yeah.
1: You don't get that in other musical genres. Like, well, actually, I guess that's fucking false. Like,
0: <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure about... that's the entire basis of the blues, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I was actually about to say, like, there's not really rap songs about rap. And then I thought, oh, rappers, rappers, delight.
0: yeah it was like the first one yeah i mean it didn't even it didn't even take long for them to decide they were just going to rap about rapping and get real meta about it it was like the second song
1: right exactly yeah (laughs) well i beefed that one
0: yeah it's all right it's yeah
1: but yeah we're we're gonna talk about some uh some black beers uh we've got uh first up first up First, First di- <laughs> I haven't even had anything to fucking drink today. I'm just fucked up from the fucking news cycle today. I uh, feel like
0: I got punched in the dick all oh, day.
1: Fuck me, man. Like, my, uh, I need this. Okay. This thing is 9.3% alcohol by volume. And I fucking need it. I, yeah. I was so angry today that, like, my hands were shaking um, I could see it. You were turning purple at a certain point. Yeah, it, it was bad. Um, but these are going to be good, I hope. I mean, honestly, either one of them could taste like absolute dog shit, and I'd suck them down because that's the sort of day it's been.
0: Exactly. Um, I, I did actually pregame and have one before I came in. Also a black beer. It was a Schwartz beer from Old Planners. Thanks, James.
1: Hey, thanks, James. Um we 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 will get around to uh to kissing James's feet in a, a second here. <laughs> whatever
0: probably... body parts he needs kissed at this what, point for I'll, for I'll this kiss him,
1: I'll kiss them all. Um the first beer that Jesus Christ, the first beer that we're drinking tonight is uh a, a, a few episodes back we did a couple Blackest Beautiful's. We did one by uh Rising Storm uh with yep. Barreled Souls uh it is barreled souls weathered souls damn it i weathered get that souls. wrong every
0: fucking time barreled souls is out of sacco yeah weathered souls is out of uh san antonio i want to say
1: yeah texas either way um but yeah, so
0: Saco's in maine brother i
1: thought we were talking about san antonio that's in texas i know that much okay You're thank right. you <laughs> fuck off um, <laughs> <laughs> buckle up kids yeah it's it's that sort of day I have no fucking patience for anything. You should have seen uh bedtime anyway. Um, so weathered. No, I did it again. No, I yeah, got it no, right. You're, that right. Time. you're right. Weathered souls, uh, put together the, uh, the recipe for an Imperial stout. Uh, it's black is beautiful. Um, we did the rising storm one. We did the mortalis one. Um, that was back in episode. I want to say nine.
0: Yeah, um, check the back issues. That's in there.
1: Yeah. Um, so, well, I guess now we can start kissing James's toes and, and elbows, and elbows and knees. Um, James, butterfly
0: kisses if he needs them.
1: James from episode eight
0: episode uh, question mark. Pretty sure it was eight.
1: Okay. Uh, James from episode eight, James Robson, uh, brought us, uh, black is beautiful by, uh, Sam Adams. Um, and also brought us what we'll be doing in the second half of our show, uh, Black Metal.
0: You know Trilio. what I just realized? What's that? I didn't mean to step on you there. I just realized we shouldn't call this episode Back in Black. What What should we call it? Black Mass. Oh, yeah? Y- yeah, man. It's too- Oh, yeah, because he's from fucking Massachusetts. So are these beers. Yeah. Right. Okay, that's what we're doing. Yeah, Black Mass is way cooler than Back in Black. Eh. They're both metal. Uh, metal is fuck, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Gimmick infringement.
1: I know. <laughs> that, that's actually just the title of the show. <laughs> like, oh, we're referencing a podcast we both listen to.
0: <laughs> Brownie points if you can figure out what podcast that is. Yeah, it's I, one of know. two.
1: I, right, exactly. Okay, so let's let's uh, let's dive right in. Uh, we've already cracked it open. Um, I have not sipped it yet.
0: I have. Oh well, then perhaps you can share your thoughts. So. I will read you the canned copy here, as I often do. Mm-hmm. Uh, government warning, according to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects. Um, there's actually no can copy as to tasting notes or anything else on this. Yeah, um, I, I didn't even see any
1: on uh, untapped or beer advocate or anything like that.
0: Spent some time trying to research it because, you know, we we are professionals and we like to do our, our homework before we come to you. Um, and what I can say about this is. They're not giving me anything to go by, so I'll just go by my my own palate. It's an okay stout. I get some appleiness on it. I don't know if you get that or if I'm just broken. Let me take another
1: sip. I I, I wasn't I wasn't um I wasn't mouth listening for that. By the way, mouth listening is called tasting. Um, it is.
0: Yeah, that is one of the the five senses <laughs> that we all learned about in grade school. <laughs> I'm a mouth I'm a mouth listen to some data tots now. I'm changing uh, the name of this fucking show. It's mouth listening from now on. Holy shit. Oh God, I'm gonna puke. <coughs>
1: uh. <laughs> I legitimately thought.
0: I forgot the word
1: tasting. For
0: like... <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. McKenna Stroke is brought to you by Sam Adams. <laughs> Black is beautiful. <laughs> and Donald J. Trump. Oh, fuck me
1: running. <clears throat> Jesus. Okay. So, no, I, I'm not really getting an apple taste out of this.
0: Hmm. I um, get like, like a real apple cidery. Kind of thing at the back of my mouth. I don't know why that is.
1: No, actually, you're right. I'm getting it now. Now that you say apple cider, I'm totally getting that. And I'm getting it on the nose, too.
0: Yeah? Let me see.
1: That might be like an aromatic thing.
0: Could be. Look at that nifty sticker on your cup. Wow. It is a really nifty sticker. That's a Beer Review Journal sticker. It is.
1: And if you're listening to this you could also have a really nifty beer-reviewed journal sticker and put it on your Yeti Tumblr. Um, All you got to do is go onto our social media accounts and suggest a beer that you would like to hear us review, and if we pick it, we'll send you a sticker. Or if you're a guest on the show, we'll give you a sticker.
0: Absolutely. Or if you're just really nice to us, we'll give you a sticker. Yeah, or if you
1: design our logo, we'll give you a sticker.
0: I feel like that's only fair. Yeah,
1: right. Um, or if you if you brought me into the world.
0: (laughs) So what we're saying is, there's multiple avenues to get a really nifty sticker that looks really good on a a Yeti tumbler. Yeah, but you can't buy one for some reason. Yet, yet. Um, you know why? Because we are not filthy capitalists. We want to make sure that we're supporting those that support us.
1: No, I'm just. I am just to the right of communist. So, you know. I'm about as far left as you can get and still be a, a capitalist. I'm barely that. So, yeah, I, I do get a little bit of that apple cider thing you're talking about. Um, for me, it's like I said, it's almost more of off of the, the nose of this thing. And it does kind of sit at the back of the throat. Uh, beyond that, <laughs> sh- uh, Um <laughs> It it hits that dangly thing that's swinging the back of my throat.
0: <laughs> that is three episodes in a row we've made that reference.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know,
0: it's a goodie. It's a good song. It's evergreen. That that is a chestnut. What the fuck did I just say? anybody beyond, heard a squeak. I apologize. Mm,
1: but beyond that, um, it was a mouse. I'm getting, you know, like typical stout stuff. Uh, bitter sort of choc- like dark chocolate, um, maybe a little bit of coffee, not not a whole lot. Um, no. I mean, out of the ones that we've tried uh, of the Black is Beautiful beers, I, I think I like this one the most. I would agree.
0: Which to is kind of weird. To me, it tastes like a, a chocolate caramel apple.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's about right. Um, um, whereas, you know, like the Mortalis one, the, the maple flavor on that one was right smack smacking you in the face
0: it was goddamn near maple syrup
1: <laughs> right it, and i mean the consistency of the beer itself was it, goddamn near maple syrup exactly um and i kind of forget what the the rising storm one tasted like because it's been months yeah. um but it was also you know it was good
0: it was, was good it was fine it was a yeah. solid three yeah
1: um this one yeah I, I would say this one's probably for me like a three, five, three, two, five, something like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I like this because I, I haven't, I've had a handful of these black is beautiful, both, you know, professionally and in my recreational time. Um, but they've always had a crazy amount of adjuncts to them. So I haven't really known what the base beer is. Um, and near as I can tell, this is about as, as based to the beer as it can be. And I really like it. I, I think there's. I can see why it lended itself so well to so many different adjuncts. I had one that was like a creme brulee donut version of this. There was another one. I can't remember. It was pretty much anything pastry you could dump into it. They were, they were dumping into it. Um, But this is like a really solid, big stout. Yeah. I I like it a lot. Yeah. It's a big boy.
1: Yeah. Um, And and I believe that uh, Weathered Souls... There he is. Yeah. Weathered Souls has the uh, the recipe on their uh, website. So if you are a person who wants to... Uh, excuse me. If you're a person who wants to, to brew it, you can do it and you can put whatever the fuck you want in it. Fuck a cronut into it. I don't care.
0: <laughs>
1: Did you say fuck a cronut? Yeah, fuck a cronut into it.
0: All right. That's cool.
1: Yeah. Just, you know... <laughs> Make it. That's cool. If you want to make it, do
0: it. Yeah. They tell you how. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's you're... interesting. It, it's mostly, you know, these are all looking at the the recipe. It's all stuff you can get at any good beer store too. It's not like you're going to be chasing around, you know, these crazy abstract hops. It's CTZ and Cascade, which mm. are like dime a dozen. Um hops it's not like they're these crazy you know southern hemisphere you know magical things like you know your galaxies and nelson's and all that right right so yeah it's an easy thing to make if you were so inclined
1: yeah just stick some bread water in a bucket for a few weeks and you know then you're gonna have a good time you know i bet like a caramel bread pudding version of this would be pretty good I could see that working. I like caramel. I like bread.
0: Yeah, but yeah, it it doesn't look like it would be too. Oh, interesting. There's there's rye malt in this. Hmm. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Does it explain why why we're getting apple?
0: apple? Not particularly. Um, I don't know. There's got to be something else in this because this came out at a. Nine point three and the base beer is an eight point seven, so I don't know right. what else they added to it. And maybe that's what it is.
1: No, I'm towards the bottom of this one and like letting it uh swish around and, and smelling it. This has definitely got something Apple going on.
0: Yeah, I, I can't I can't put my finger on it. I don't know if they added Apple.
1: Well, and they're not fucking telling us the beer's not even
0: on their website. <laughs> like come on, Sam Adams. Let, let, let me know. Let, you know why? Because you can't sell it in an airport, so they don't want to put it up on their their website. Let me see.
1: Well, you could if you brewed enough of it. Who oh, boy? Hmm. That let was a nine point three percent beer that I drank really fast.
0: Yes, it was. Oh. Yeah there there is no fucking detail on this beer. How weird is that?
1: This beer doesn't exist, folks.
0: It's a ghost.
1: This beer is uh, Jack Reacher. This beer hey. is Jack Reach Around.
0: I knew you were going to go for it.
1: Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that one. Eh, fuck it, leaving it in, I don't care.
0: Yeah, it's fine.
1: Can't all be winners. No, you know, just, but I'm not going to, you know, yuck anyone see them. If you want a Jack Reach Around,
0: have at it. I'm not I would sure. want that. Who doesn't? so this is a good beer let me talk about another one i've had recently um oh yeah we can
1: yeah i did an aj's run
0: yeah i have discovered that i have a new favorite hop what's that strata um and folks you may remember this this is like the throwback episode this is like one of our, our clip shows um because we went to, over the summer, also with James. There's a, a through line here.
1: Yeah. It, uh, it, this is the universe telling us that we need to have James back on the show.
0: Unofficial third mic for the show, James. Um, we went out to the uh, other half over the summer, and they had a beer. I'd never had Strata before, and I had a beer with Strata. And then I brought it home and gave it to McKenneth. And that was the one that, that tasted like strawberry and weed, remember?
1: hmm I do. Yeah.
0: Yep. So... Um, I really enjoyed that one. Um, and then rising storm put one out that's got strata and Columbus called the world is yours, which I mean, let's be honest with each other. That's just a great name for a beer. Um, like if, if I can get a beer with a Nas reference, I'm going to buy it. (laughs) Um, but also Strata hops are the best. I have not had a bad beer with strata in it, because it's got a sweetness to it. If I look at it, it's it's actually a domestic hop, too. Oh, yeah? Would you believe that?
1: I mean, I'd believe anything.
0: It's an American hop. It's grown in
1: Oregon. I like Oregon. I've never been there. It
0: could suck. I don't know. And it says the key flavors are melon, bubblegum, and strawberries. Ooh.
1: I like the flavors of all those things.
0: Berry, currant, citrus, and sweet fruit. Nice. Um, yeah, you uh
1: <clears throat> I had a gift card for AJ's uh from Christmas, And uh the other day I, you know, took the, the other day the other day. <laughs> you were taking your kids over to their grandparents the other day. <laughs> so uh yeah uh i had to do something else in henrietta so i ran over to aj's to use my gift card as you do as you do and i was walking through the cooler and i spied with my little eye a big ass section of rising rising storm stuff and you know knowing you like i do and being the friend that i am i called you and You're said hey friend hey. hey they got a whole ass load of of Rising Storm stuff. And so, yeah, you got uh, you got that one. And you got the, uh, what was the other one?
0: The Hawaiian Punch, which I have not cracked yet. Oh, you haven't had that one yet? No, I was waiting for a good moment. Yeah. Um It would have been tonight, but we got into other stuff before.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, this is what I'll say about that one. Um, turn the can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's some suspended stuff uh, that's lurking at the bottom there. Cool, good to but, know. You're, but you're gonna you're gonna want it out of uh, you're gonna want it in suspension. Uh, otherwise, you're going to be drinking two different beers. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Huh? How would you discover that other than the hard way? <laughs> um,
1: uh, like I got I picked up a couple cans of that one with uh, with Jess in mind. Yeah. Um, so uh, she got home from work. I cracked that open, poured her some, poured myself some, and like. Uh, I poured hers first and she's drinking it and it's like, you know, she was saying to me like, I, this doesn't really taste like beer. It's yeah, it's a sour and you know, it doesn't really taste like beer at all. Um, well, I should say it's a Berliner Weisse. Yeah. <clears throat> Six and one. I, I don't know the difference. Do you know the difference between a sour and a Berliner Weisse?
0: Just like an oral and rectal thermometer. It's the taste. Fair enough. Um, um no, Ber- Berliner Weisses are usually, um, a little lighter and a little bit more. Um, dry, a little bit more astringent. Mm-hmm. Sours usually have that funk backbone to them. Gotcha. Um, the fruited sours that we see here are just kind of like, I don't know, they're almost like lambics more than sour. It's a whole thing. Okay. Um, but yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I'm, I'm still fairly new to the whole, you know, going outside of the lager ale IPA stout circle. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah, you're, you're more of a, a United Kingdom than a, a Europe guy. Right. Yeah. Um,
1: but so in any case, I, I poured her half first and then I poured my half. And after a couple sips, we each noticed that our beers looked completely different. Like hers was, you know, sort of thin <laughs> and pink and mine was like thick and a very, very light pink. So <laughs> I just kind of poured one into the other and then redistributed (laughs) so
0: (laughs) better the second time around
1: uh i I mean i i thought they were both fine to begin with um it it was very different afterwards um a lot more full bodied on for hers Um, i was gonna say
0: yeah Jess got the 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 light kool-aid version of it
1: right exactly um but yeah i thought that one was really rad um you know it, it was described to me by the person uh, cashing us out or cashing me out rather. Uh, they were basically like, yeah, it's just like Hawaiian punch. Dude, you've not had Hawaiian punch recently. It tastes nothing like Hawaiian punch, <laughs> <laughs> but it's still very good. Very fruity. I enjoyed it. Um, And then uh, let's see. I just got you the two, right? I picked yeah. up the two for you.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I asked you for a split four, the two world is yours and the two Hawaiian punches. I'm going to take one of them next door to, to Josh and Jess.
1: Nice.
0: Surprise, Josh. You're getting a, a Hawaiian punch sour. Surprise. Um, but yeah, so update on the, the world is yours. I went and bought another four pack today. Oh, nice. Cause yeah. I love that beer. That's my favorite beer of the year. 2021. The world is yours. Thanks for telling me you went. Oh, yeah. It was on my lunch break. I'm sorry. It was <laughs> one fine. of those, like, impulse things.
1: Yep. Um, but I also picked up uh, uh, Never Enough uh, by Rising Storm. How was it? Uh, that one was real, real good. Uh, we should do that. We, we should actually just uh, grab some Rising Storm stuff and do a Rising Storm episode.
0: I agree. Because <sighs> I have not had a bad beer yet. And I don't Me. anticipate one.
1: No, actually, like... Uh, I don't know. You you gave me the the key lime pie. Um, it is written mm-hmm. uh, a while back. And uh, in in honesty, in all honesty, at the time, I was kind of like, eh, it was fine. Um, I, I think if I had it again, I might appreciate it more. Because it was a sour that <laughs> at that time I still was kind of leery of sours. Yeah. So, yeah. Um,
0: You've gotten a couple under your belt since now and then. And you can see the good and the bad.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um But after that, I, I I don't think I'd had any other Rising Storm stuff. Or if I had, it's been very it, like okay. Well, we had the the Black and Black or right.
0: Black is what Black is beautiful. <laughs> the
1: Black is beautiful. Thank you.
0: Nine point three.
1: Oh, Nine point three. Um, yeah. Um, but I I ended up picking up like a bunch of uh Rising Storm stuff. I got uh Hypnotize. Uh, another IPA. I had a taster Um, of
0: that when I was there. I like that a lot too. That was
1: uh, Never Enough and hypnotizer, both incredibly solid, uh, citrusy, uh, sort of New England-y IPAs. If you're into that, uh, definitely check those out. Um, I picked up the Surge DDH. Um, Everybody knows from the episode we did about the Surge that the Surge is my favorite beer. So why would I not like a double dry hopped version of that? I like my hoppy as fuck beers. Uh, that was mm-hmm. also quite good. Um, and then I picked up the hypnotized, never lie, uh, by thin man, um, which was a double IPA. That was pretty good. Uh, of the ones that I, uh, of the ones that I picked up in that batch. Um, I would say that's probably the one that I liked the least, but it was still very good. Um, I just, uh, I don't know. I'm discovering that mosaic isn't necessarily the the hop I like in a beer. Uh it's usually the citra. Yep. Um and those go together a lot.
0: Yeah. Um, usually those are the two Sitmo.
1: Huh. Yeah. Um <clears throat> and I guess I just like the the Citra aspect of that a bit more. Um but it's still really solid um citrus citrusy IPA. Yeah.
0: Do a drive by my house tomorrow if you can, or whenever in the next couple days. Yeah, did have you had pseudo sue yet? I don't remember. No, from uh, Toplin Goliath. <coughs> I have not. Do a drive by. I'll throw you a can. Um, All right. It is a Citra IPA from Iowa, Idaho. What I've learned about podcasts is it doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. Um, Idaho. No, Decorah, Iowa, I believe it is. Yeah. Um, And it's quality. Um, So yeah, drive, drive by and I'll shoot you again because I think you'll like it if you're a Citra guy. I think I am a Citra guy. I, I really enjoy it. It's all um, Citra.
1: And then I picked up a a Dunkel, um, because I enjoyed that one. I drank was that it? last night while I was playing uh, Breath of the Wild.
0: The Von Trap. The Von Trapp. We really should figure out a trip to Von Trapp together. That would be a lot of fun.
1: Um, I'm actually trying to pitch that to Jess. Yeah. When, when COVID's done. Yeah. The blues and the Nazis are. <laughs> the Nazis are <laughs> going to be terrorizing <laughs> oh, the Von Traps. No, <laughs> no, 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 That's the last thing they want.
0: Oh, you, you almost made me use my shoot name just so I didn't have to listen to that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, but that would be awesome. I think that'd be a fun family trip.
1: Yeah, the Nazis are invading Von Trap,
0: yeah. <clears throat> uh. and, and then we could sneak off in an afternoon and go to the other breweries around because I think Hill Farmstead isn't far away.
1: Yeah, I mean it, it's Stowe. So, gosh, what like isn't Alchemist near Stowe, or don't they have something in Stowe?
0: I or- think so. I'm, I'm mapping now. Ah. Uh the always that entertaining part of any podcast one of the hosts looking up on uh, a <laughs> on the internet yeah what's happening um let's see von trap beer hall directions hill farmstead greensboro vermont it's about an hour to hill farmstead nice respectable um, respectable and then to the Alchemist. Why do I feel like it's in Stowe?
1: I'm, I'm apparently I'm just wrong.
0: Yeah, from VonTrap to the Alchemist is seven
1: hours. That's impossible.
0: A five-minute car ride.
1: See that? Oh, okay. Yeah, so. I, I don't think anything in Vermont is seven hours from another thing in Vermont.
0: No, usually not. No, but yeah, I I would happily take an hour drive down to Hill Hill Farmstead and take a five minute ride down the road to bring home a case of, of Hetty and Focal.
1: Hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent ABV on that one. Dude, um, I can't wait
0: to get Hill Farmstead into you. <laughs> that stuff is, oh my god, it's ridiculous.
1: Hey, uh, you know, it, it's not just a clever uh, sign-off for the podcast. We 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 try everything here.
0: Let me see if you can get it in Stowe. I'll bet you you can.
1: I'm sure you can.
0: Um, welcome to this episode of Matt Google shit on the website for a vacation we're going to take in eight months.
1: Right. <laughs> well i mean you know it, it could be worse we we could be sitting around the house uh trying to figure out how to open a can of beans
0: this is true this is very true oh, is it man. time is it time to discuss it uh you know why what? not I, i'm feeling a court low why don't we why don't we go uh hit the bar get our second beer and then we can talk about why i feel like maybe i should be nominated for this year's uh roderick Dead of the year
1: okay fair enough yeah let's hit the bar we'll be back cool Are going to be talking about black metal black metal
0: who's your favorite black metal band uh Burzum. okay that's fair
1: <laughs> I, I actually don't <laughs> know any Bursum,
0: black mayhem if you said living color, that would be a problem. <laughs> actually,
1: <laughs> uh, I actually don't know any black metal bands. I only know Barzum because of
0: uh, uh, <laughs> because of our vicarness. <laughs> yes. I suppose uh, that's fair. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, black metal uh, Trillium Brewing, out of Massachusetts, United States, North America, Earth it's a it's a black double IPA. And uh, sorry, folks, I just found out I'm in Twitter jail. So <laughs> that's what I get for. That's what I get for calling the president a cocksucker. You're um, a real asshole. Yeah. Hey, it, it's it's Twitter's platform. It's all good. Uh, I'll see you on there in seven days. <laughs> um,
0: so when you see questionable tweets come out of the beer review journal, twitter account it's actually just mckenneth
1: no i was saying devargus to today uh this is like the third time this year i've been in twitter jail so jesus christ I, I i'm just creating another account for rage tweeting
0: that's not a bad idea i have a friend who does that every couple it, months he just because he pushes it to the point where he gets booted every right. so often so now he's just letters and numbers because he doesn't want to be fucked even creating a, a username anymore right but. No,
1: it's it's just going to be mckineth Blue's rage tweets for Republicans. Uh, <laughs> in any case, black metal, the, uh, Trillium doesn't deserve this nonsense. Um, black metal is a, a black IPA. And my God, James, James Robson, you, you swarthy, beautiful son of a bitch. Thank you for delivering this unto us. Wowzers,
0: arguably the best black ipa i've ever had
1: it's it's pretty close um the only one that stands out in my mind is you know competing with it uh would be overbite by uh, uh spider bite
0: you stand or, by that one i've never seen hide or hair of it
1: well that's the thing like i can't go back to it because they they never fucking brew it anymore <laughs> uh but at the time I drank that one, that was my favorite beer of all time. It was amazing. Even the one that I bought that, uh, was a good two or three months old, uh, was still pretty good. Um, but that was like, God, three years ago at this point, maybe. Um, so it, like, again, it's one that I wish that I could find somewhere. Like I wish they would brew it. Um, so that I could try it again and, and see if that was just like, Hey, this is something I've never tasted before. Uh, right. or if it really was that good. Um, but this one, man, next level, fucking business. Let's, uh, let's talk about it.
0: So <clears throat> let me see if I can find some, some tasting notes here. What, what do you say kind of sets it apart for you? Okay. Well,
1: um, I mean, it's dense, like it's got a lot going on uh, in the flavor profile. Like, like it's it. First off, uh, talk about that body. This thing is thick with two C's.
0: Are, are you um, gonna go with the the next Megan the Stallion body? adi
1: <laughs> Sure. I, I don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um. But like, okay. So imagine like a cup of coffee that's like got a little too much. Uh, coffee grounds in the batch, and, and you get that little bit of uh, sediment uh, when when you take a sip. Mm-hmm. Um, almost like like when you drink iced coffee, like that's a little bit more uh, coffee sediment than than you would get in like a, a hot cup of coffee. Right. Similar similar feeling of this. Um, in terms of uh, tasting notes, you get that that real. Uh, west coast piney ipa thing going on Mm -hmm. um and then some just nice like like burnt uh, malts and stuff but not in a gross way like a a roush beer (laughs) um
0: i bought another four pack of tristan this week (laughs) i know um I have pretty much filled my my fridge with two beers at this point. It's the world is yours and Troyston. Nice,
1: <laughs> um, which this, I this... found out
0: from my friends in Germany that the folks behind the film December, mm-hmm. um, Troyston, um, the German word for comfort, and I feel that.
1: Well, I'm I'm glad you feel that. I I would I would very much feel comforted by eighty five percent of that beer.
0: James and I are the only two people I know that like it. Um, I threw Josh a can and he's like, no, not for me. Thank you. So well,
1: again, going back to that one, it, it's not that I hated it. I just hated the aftertaste.
0: Yeah. See how I, I was down. I'm good with it. I
1: understand. Eat, to each their own. Try everything. Um, but this doesn't have that that smoky quality. Like, it, it's just like, I don't know. Like, how would you describe it?
0: Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's what I'll do. I will tell you what Trillium thinks about it, and then I'll come off the back of that and tell you how I feel about it. Please do. All right. According to Trillium Brewing, TrilliumBrewing.com, black metal is the dark, roasty cousin of our signature metal double IPA. The fermentation profile in this black double IPA was adapted from our standard schedule to develop and highlight its unique flavors and aromas to ensure it's tremendously satisfying yet beckons for another sip. So a thing I've noticed about the Trillium website is that it's pretty far up its own ass. Sure. Um, I, but you know I what? They it. deserve it. Right. True mm-hmm. to its name, Black Metal presents a decidedly black color just topped with a creamy, soft, tan, resilient head. Aromas of light roasted coffee greet the nose, accompanied by dark chocolate covered berries, blooming conifers, and lemon wedges. Let me just say the can is black. The it's can a is super black. black can. The top is black. I like the at aluminum
1: it, itself is black.
0: And I think how much more black could it be? And the answer is none. None none more black. The palate closely follows suit as an initial wave of juniper and sappy pine leads to a refreshing burst of vibrant orange peel and grapefruit zest. The back end lets the roasted malts shine through with a soft wash of smooth blonde roast coffee and fleeting cocoa. With a fluffy mouthfeel, medium body, and a present yet gentle bite, fuck me running... (sighs) Black metal supportive interplay between the hops and malt bill make each sip unique as it is enjoyable. Did,
1: did they say something about grapefruit in there? They did. Yeah, I, I made the, uh, the L.A. Noir doubt face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I do not get that in the slightest, Trillium. I'm sorry.
0: I could see the sappy pine. I could see the orange yeah. peel to a certain extent. And I can definitely see blonde roast coffee.
1: And, and conifers. For yeah. sure, for sure. Oh but goodness gracious, that is good.
0: Lemon and grapefruit. I don't know.
1: No, not in the slightest. There's there's nothing tart about this.
0: No, it is a a as close to a like early two thousands West Coast black IPA, the the Cascadian dark ale, mm-hmm. um, as, as I've seen in the recent past. And that probably breaks Trillium's heart for me to say that, but that's kind of how I feel about it. It's, yeah. it's excellent.
1: It, it um, really is. And I love that Cascadian dark ale. Um,
0: it sounds like a genre of music all on its own, doesn't it? It,
1: it does. But uh, if I what remember you- correctly, the, the Cascadian part of it, uh, like actually makes no sense for uh, where it was created and, and stuff like that. Um, like that in and of itself is a misnomer, even more so than, you know, black India pale ale. Uh, I guess I, I emphasize the India instead of the pale.
0: Yeah. That was an interesting <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> emphasis on the wrong syllable.
1: Yeah. A black Indian pale ale, a black pale ale. Uh, and I, I don't a know. BIPA, maybe I-
0: as we call it in the business, it's a bippa.
1: A um, I love them so much I, I, I Maybe it's just because I love oxymorons um,
0: but It's God true, there. there was that whole string of girls you dated from that arcade at the mall in the, the late 2000s
1: um, So, anyway, the uh... <laughs> Okay, Kissel Um <laughs> Just, it, it's such a great style of beer because you get all of the things that you like in an IPA and you mash them together with a stout. Um, it's just a, a beautiful style of beer. Um, and you know, I, I've said it before every time we drink one, I'll probably say it like it is such a bummer that the Bippas have become such a seasonal thing. Um, you know. In the years before I got into craft beer, uh, apparently you couldn't cross the street without stumbling over a black IPA. Um, And now it's like, you know, you get your doom sauce, uh, you get your black metal. Um, Stone is finally putting out uh, uh, sublimely self-righteous again uh, in short order here. Um, So we'll have to we'll have to get that.
0: I will go for that, because that's like the OG. That's one yeah. of the ones that I tried back in the day that I was like, oh, shit. But yeah, that was, it's it's a gateway, for me, it was a gateway craft beer, because I, w- I was a stout guy, and then I, I transitioned using one of those, those black IPAs, and now I'm in those dishwater IPAs that we all love so much.
1: Yes, you were a stout guy, and then you got into craft beer, and now you're just, fat.
0: Yeah, that's accurate.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm also
0: fat dude i can't even tell you this this whole quarantine shit where it's just sitting around at home doing nothing yeah all i'm doing is drinking beer and sitting around
1: yeah before twitter jail i was saying like it's a good thing it's a good thing i don't do no nut november or uh you know dry january otherwise this this past year would have been fucking rough
0: i'm coming up on b word fat it's not good
1: uh yeah we gotta we gotta get back in the gym hey uh it's time of the episode again where McKenna says, get your fucking vaccine when you can. <laughs> right. Do it. I need, to, I need to go back to the gym.
0: <laughs> At some point, I will have a bike here in the house and that yeah. will be great because I will ride that instead of, you know, just sitting there watching TV and drinking beer because we've got we a
1: bike. We, we've got a bike with an extremely uncomfortable seat.
0: Well, that's just, that that's spin at that point. You just stand up so you don't have to sit on it because you don't want to feel, you know. Right. You don't want to exacerbate a hemorrhoid is what I'm trying to say. We're getting up there in age.
1: Yeah. Debating on how much I care to share at the moment. I, th- I think I'll let that one sit. Because um, <laughs> you couldn't? <laughs> exactly. Uh <laughs> uh this is gonna be a good episode for uh for the headliner previews i think uh,
0: <laughs> any it's who's always else? a good one when we pop each other that one makes me happy
1: yeah well i i deserve that for the for the fat <laughs> joke
0: it's all good it's not like i don't know what i look like when i take my shirt off <laughs>
1: now matt we're at the pool
0: Oh, that's that's a never thing. That T-shirt stays on forever. Like that hides all all crimes. Uh,
1: yeah, but if you just wear a white one, and then it just becomes like a really sad wet T-shirt contest.
0: Yeah, no, I I know. It's it's white T-shirt and pepperoni nipples. I get it. I've been there. <laughs> uh, I like like the saddest adjerno. I I understand.
1: <laughs> oh man. Well, we said we were gonna. T- let's Uh, let's let's switch gears here a little bit and let's talk about uh being dad for for a couple minutes it's Um, something we
0: have in common i've I've got one you've got two you still there
1: yeah no i'm still here i don't understand the what what you've got
0: you've got two kids i've got one
1: Oh no! Not being a dad, Bean Dad. Oh, Bean Dad. Chief yeah, John Roderick. Yeah. So, part of me just kind of wants to to take. Uh, it's a departure as our new our new theme song, <laughs> and and at episode thirty five we just
0: start using it. I don't want that smoke. I don't <laughs> want that smoke in any kind of a way.
1: Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that. Uh, so for those who weren't paying attention, John Roderick of the long winters, uh, previously was the person doing the theme song for my brother, my brother and me until also he hosts a t-
0: podcast with Ken Jennings from, uh, yeah. Jeopardy.
1: Yeah. Um, until a couple days ago, he had, uh, the theme song for my brother, my brother and me. um, and then he decided to tell Twitter the how he taught his daughter to use a can opener because uh, she wanted beans. And he decided to let her uh, not eat for six hours, which is a really shitty thing to do. Um, but, you know,
0: so I can get where he comes from, because, like, you know, I, I had a situation the other day where uh, my kid wanted a bowl of cereal. He He's five and. Um, and I told him, you know, you, you got to understand how to do it yourself. So I, I gave him the box and I gave him a bowl. And then, um, it was a full gallon of milk in the fridge, just absolutely full to the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told him he had to get it out of the fridge and pour the milk himself. Um, you know, cause he has to be independent. You know, if it was the apocalypse and I weren't there, he'd have to know how to pour the milk on his Cheerios. Sure. Um, so you know he couldn't lift the the carton at all, but I just kind of sat there and and continued playing my game of Candy Crush for for a while and just watched him, you know, as he tried to figure out, you know, because you know he's a little bit challenged as far as the the you know mechanics are concerned. I figured he, he'd think of some kind of level lev, lever system or or, or a pulley or something like that to to help him lift it up out of the. The fridge, he's got a bunch of Legos. And, you know, he, yeah. he can do that.
1: Well, he um, could easily fashion an inclined plane.
0: Right. Exactly. You would think it would be an easy thing for him to do. Um, but he just really wasn't getting it, you know. And I, I just sat there and I continued to play Candy Crush. And then, you know, I got a notification that I had two or three people that I follow on TikTok that had new stuff. Um, so I jumped into TikTok and looked at that while he was working on that. And then I looked up again and, and it was you know, pert near two o'clock in the afternoon. And he, he was sitting there in front of the refrigerator, still trying to get the milk out. I mean, the temperature in the refrigerator was probably about 63 degrees at that point, everything in there had been spoiled for hours. Um, but it was really the principle of the thing. I really wanted to make sure that he could figure out how to, how to use the mechanics, you know, and engineer, a way to get that milk out. Uh, but really he, he had stopped about three hours beforehand. I, I had tuned the crying out and, um, you know, at, at a certain point, you know he just started to, you know, just curl up in the fetal position. The dog was there. The dog was just kind of licking his face for a minute, and then the thought dog thought he died, so he started like chewing on the on his feet, which was weird. Yeah. But you know, it, it's it's all a part of the learning process. You know, it's part yeah. of being a dad in in twenty twenty one and and teaching the kids the 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 proper way to to get through these these tough situations. You know, in, in case something bad happens you know you want to make sure that you know when when the shit hits the fan your kid will be capable you know it's kind yeah. of like a, a cormac mccarthy story or, or you know yeah. you just want to really make sure that your kid is is able to cope with the, the more difficult things in life like yeah putting no milk on cereal. Y-
1: you want to make sure that uh, you know just as something interesting is about to happen he can run away
0: right exactly yeah. Exactly. And then, and then, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that through this, cause eventually he, he did get the milk out when, when my wife came in the room and, and, and helped him get the milk out and pour it over the cereal and, and show him how to do that. It was, you know, in hindsight, it was probably too heavy for him to actually do. And he, he's, you know, he was going to make a mess um, yeah. at the end of it. He was going to pour milk all over the kitchen and, um, which at, at that point, you know, being a dad, I would have would have yelled at him and and shamed him yeah. for for multiple for, minutes, yeah, going into hours probably, because you don't want to spill milk; that's a waste of money.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but my wife came in and, and and you know she showed him how to how to do it, um, and also you know told him that he should probably do it when it was a little less milk in the the gallon. And you know what? It, it's interesting; it's kind of a learning experience for everybody at that point. Um. It taught him to, you know, persevere and make sure that that he could, you know, complete the task at hand. Um, it taught him that that he could ask for help, um, but I certainly wasn't going to give it to him. Um, but most of all, it, it taught him to to ask his mom for things more than me because I've got more things to do than than mom does. You know, there's TikTok and that doesn't watch itself. Right. Exactly. Um, so I feel like in the year 2021, I feel like that I should be the John Roderick dad of the year.
1: Well, um, you know, it, it's, it's interesting that you, uh, you think that because you haven't heard my, uh, parenting story. Oh, um, do tell. So, so I, I, have you know, I've got two kids, um, which, you know, immediately makes me, yeah, it's a lot of kids. Uh, but that immediately makes me more of a, more of a parent than you. Um, so, my son is almost seven months old. Um, and he, he, you know, he doesn't know how to crawl yet. Um, and, and you know, the oh, other day he was, off. what's that?
0: That pisses me off. I don't know. Yeah, how me
1: too. I, crawl. I mean, really, like, you know, come on, figure it out. Um, and the other day, um, the other day the other day, he was, uh, you know, acting like he really wanted to, uh, to get something that was, uh, you know, close by and, um, you know, we happened to be in the driveway and, uh, you know, he, he wanted, uh, a thing that was nearby. Um, and, you know, I, I thought that, you know, he should just learn to, uh, to crawl over to it. Um, so I just said to him, Benjamin, you know, uh, listen, you need, you want to get that thing, um, you know, go over and crawl over to it. I have to move the car. Um, so, you know, you had better go and crawl to that thing that you want, uh, before I move this car, because if you don't go get it, then I'm going to hit you with my car. Hmm. Um, so I, uh, I I did hit him with the car. Yeah, um, just, just
0: a little bit, just like a love tap. Show him. That I mean, the business. tires went
1: right over him. Oh, um,
0: okay, All but
1: right. uh, but he he bounced. Um,
0: I, I, they're, they're they're really just made of rubber. They're the they're age.
1: incredibly resilient, right? Um, so yeah, I feel like he really learned something. I don't know. Let yeah, us know I... in the comments uh, which which <laughs> one of us is the uh, the best dad of the year.
0: This is parody. This is all parody. <laughs> None of this happened. This is all parody. Yeah, my my kid's fine. He's sleeping mine.
1: in the other room. I promise. I don't know, yeah. the monitors downstairs.
0: I mean, your wife's with it. It's fine. Um yeah. yeah, but and and my kid is fine as well. None of the milk stuff ever happened at all. That was just completely made out of whole cloth. Um you know, not the cereal. The cereal was made, at, made out of grains, but the rest of it was whole, whole cloth. Um,
1: that would be really hard to drink.
0: Wouldn't it? Yeah.
1: So, Matt, I, I feel like, you know, now is as good a time as any to uh, to introduce the listeners of uh, the Beer Reviewed Journal to a new segment of the show. Oh, yeah? yeah? as As we're coming to a end of the episode here. In the criminal justice system. There are numerous laws regulating the distribution, sale, and consumption of alcoholic beverages at the federal, state, and local levels. Some of these laws are... Well, they're they're pretty goddamn stupid. These are their stories. That's right, everybody. It is time for Law & Order, uh, where order is more like a, a drink order and doesn't have anything to do with the crime procedural drama on nbc ah Uh, yeah so it has nothing to do
0: it has nothing to do with the lupine male appendage
1: right (laughs) uh my wife my wife uh watches uh another one of those shows by that guy uh what what is it god What's another show that he does that's not a law and order?
0: I think he does one about ambulances.
1: Oh, yeah. Is it the Chicago ones? Yeah, Chicago sure. Med, PD and Fire.
0: Yeah, that sounds good.
1: So every time we're watching one of those uh, or she's watching one of those and I'm on my phone uh, and it gets to the end of the episode, uh, the credits and it says Dick Wolf Productions, uh, my, my go to thing. Because Dick Wolf kind of sounds like a, a, a shitty TV lawyer to me. Oh, for sure. I'm always like uh were you hurt in a car accident? Call me Dick Wolf. I'm the Dick, Dick Wolf, raw.
0: That's all I can
1: Call me up. Dick Wolf. 7424976. Call me. Dick Wolf. I'll I'll howl at your settlement. I'm Dick Wolf. <laughs> right. So um I've been meaning to do this one for like six months, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, um, we're gonna take a look at some of the uh, the Buckwild uh, laws about drinking around this uh, spinning purple marble of ours. Purple, blue. Are you okay? I'm fine. <laughs> um, so the first one that we're going to talk about comes right from the great country of the United States of America. Okay. The Lone Star State of Texas. Excellent. Where it is illegal to chug a beer while standing. Huh. Really? Yep. You cannot uh, chug a beer while standing in Texas. It is illegal.
0: So I can sit and chug? Apparently. What about standing on my hands? Can I do a handstand and chug? Can I, is is a, a keg stand a thing?
1: I don't have the actual legislation in front of me. I, I have a listicle uh, from just OK. Um, but uh, apparently it's a pretty difficult law to enforce. I, I mean, imagine. what at what point does a sip become a chug?
0: Uh, when it's extended by about two seconds, I would say.
1: OK, well, in any is it like uh, when they tried to outlaw porn is, you know, yeah,
0: I know, I, I know it when I see it.
1: Yeah, I know it when I see it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So hey. I, I guess if you want to shotgun a beer, uh, just make sure that you're on a stool <laughs> or That's something. Right. Uh, Next up, we have a uh, a, a a drinking law mm-hmm. from the great state of utah this one i can confirm from personal oh, experience really yes i can uh drinks in utah restaurants must be poured behind a
0: zion curtain okay so first explain a zion curtain
1: so uh you know i, I don't think i've ever mentioned on the uh, on the podcast but uh my sister-in-law was married in utah um and so the interesting thing about Utah is that um, most of the United States, when you buy alcohol, by the uh, way, they, what's that?
0: First time the phrase "the interesting thing about Utah" has ever been <laughs> out- uttered in in history.
1: Right. Um, the the uh, the thing about Utah is. Um, in the rest of the country, pretty much, uh, alcohol is put on the label as alcohol by volume, right? Right. In Utah, it's alcohol by weight.
0: So it's not 100% ABV.
1: No, it would be ABW. Hmm. Um, also, the thing about Utah is most of the uh, like beer and liquor that you get is uh, has less alcohol in it. Um, the reason for that being that a lot of Utah is at a much higher elevation uh, than the rest of the country. Uh, Because it's all up in them mountains. Right. (laughs) When I was there, I did not take that into account one night. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So the night of drinking that I did, which in New York State would have been a regular-ass night of drinking, where I would have been fine, resulted in me puking for... (laughs) a very long time. Um but uh we for the rehearsal dinner, we went to a restaurant, uh, a nice little Italian place in uh Park City. Or, or no, actually I'm sorry, that was that it was in Heber. Uh cuz uh, we got uh, the the wedding was in Timber Lakes, which is just out of Heber City.
0: Shinfo. Okay.
1: Yep. Um a Zion curtain is literally a curtain that if you are having a glass of wine or a pint of beer, the server has to go behind in order to pour your liquor
0: or, right. or drink.
1: Um, because reasons, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I've also heard there, there was a, uh, a place that, uh, you know, there was like a bar that the, these people bought and, um, the way the liquor license things work in, uh, in Utah is if it's like two separate buildings or, or if it's an, an adjoining building, but there's no like connecting wall. Uh, okay. You need two separate liquor licenses, even if it's owned by the same person. Really? Um, yeah. So to get around that, some places will literally just drill a hole in the wall so that they can use the same liquor license cuz liquor licenses in general in the country are in the US are hard to get. Right. Amplify that by like 10 times in Utah. Um I'm not going to say
0: specifically because of
1: the Mormons, but
0: because of the Mormons. Because of the Mormons. Um I think it was just until recently that they couldn't sell more than 3.2 beer.
1: Yeah. And and again, the the alcohol by weight uh, thing is different. Like I, I think it still will say like four point five percent on a Sam Adams uh, by weight, but if you do that by volume, it it is you know significantly less. Right. But <laughs> but my guts can tell you
0: yeah. that
1: uh, when you're at a high elevation, doesn't really matter you you can have two or three beers and a couple Jack and Cokes and you will be uh, calling Earl on the big tor- porcelain phone all night
0: looking for Huey
1: yeah so that was that was a uh, a rough
0: one <laughs> so if you've seen the film SLC Punk which i i hope everyone listening has if not go watch it um but yeah that was the thing they'd buy they go to Wyoming to buy their beer because everything in in Utah was 3-2. Yeah. Am I, am I the only one that's seen SLC Punk, apparently?
1: I, I was trying to find a way to 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 fit in only posers die, Bob. <laughs> 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 I wasn't
0: ready for this. Thank you. Hey. Thank you very much. Oh yeah. It's a goodie.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, uh, this is the thing though. Um, Matthew Lillard, like he really goes for it in that movie. He does, but like, I can't say that if I found my friend dead in a in a flop house, that wouldn't be my reaction. Um, like, yeah, no, I, I think that he was actually really brilliant in that movie.
0: I would agree he he's over the top, but not no more so than any punk I ever hung out with.
1: Right. Exactly. Um, last one that we'll do for this episode, because I I don't want to exhaust this whole listicle, uh, because the other one that I saved in my bookmarks, it, I got a four Oh four error on, <laughs> um, we're, we're going to cross the pond to, uh, to James's, uh, homeland of england okay where it is illegal to be drunk
0: in a pub hmm is that the whole country or is there a specific
1: according to this listicle it is illegal to be drunk in a pub in england uh it's not enforced but it is real hmm
0: well that runs against any pub experience i've ever had
1: yeah, I mean, I haven't had a a, a pub experience in in England because I've never left the continent. Hmm. But um, I imagine that you run into a lot of drunk people in pubs in England. What else are you going to do in England? Eat boiled meat?
0: I mean, it depends. Because now let's let's walk that back. No, I food, understand
1: the food is wretched there. Food
0: food can be good depending on the pub. Um, but yeah, also, you know, beers aren't 8%, 9% like they are here. You can, you know, rock a, a four point beer all night long and be fine. Um, but yeah, I, I think the difference is that for the most part, James, I'm sure go ahead and correct me, but people don't drink to get obliterated in a pub. They just get drunk to get, you know tipsy enough to enjoy a couple of bags of crisps. Um, that's about it. Uh, you don't have a lot of people going on benders so much. That's what the off-license is for. You go buy a bag of cans on your way home and and go wild.
1: Well, no, they, they don't go on benders there because their bender means something different, just like Fanny does.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Fair um, Fair enough. But yeah, you know what I mean? You're not going to the bar to have, you know, 12 beers and, and pass out in the, the bathroom like like some folks do in bars here. If you're going to do that, you're going to do it at home where it's comfortable.
1: No, you, you go to uh, forget about the black lung that you're developing from the coal mine or whatever it is that they do there.
0: What fucking year do you think it is? Isn't
1: all of England just still like, you know, Jack the Ripper
0: times? Yes, it's still the Victorian era over there. Yes, you're right. Isn't
1: everybody just like asking their, you know, uh, orphanage keeper for more for more gruel?
0: I'm bringing James back in the next two episodes. <laughs> Please we do. Get, we got to send right.
1: I miss that son of a bitch.
0: He's great. I was so sad that you were working when when he stopped by because yeah. I want you to meet him in meat space. You'd have so much fun with him.
1: I'm sure I would, and I, 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 I don't do a British accent, but I, if I did, I would that's... thank him for not making fun of it.
0: <laughs>
1: Yet, <Yeah. laughs>
0: you do do a British accent. That's you in the intro and outro. Don't don't fucking it is.
1: No one would believe that. That that's that's a very famous British actor.
0: Within five seconds of him hearing it, he's like, "That's McKechnie, so isn't it?" I'm like, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's not Matt Barry. Kayfabe, Kayfabe. Kayfabe. But yeah, so we will have uh, James back so he can defend his homeland. Maybe we'll find some, some English beer or something English adjacent that we can talk about.
1: Yeah, we'll get some, what, what's the, what, what's the famous British beer?
0: Fuller's, I guess.
1: No, I feel like it starts with an S, like S- Smithwicks or something. Smithix?
0: That, that's not, I mean, that's Irish.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's not American, so I don't care because I'm a typical American.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Smiddix, Bass and and Guinness are all Irish, which and, don't count. and every
1: every Australian drinks Fosters.
0: God, that's. <clears throat> Let me tell you that. While they're
1: wearing their Uggs to take out the trash.
0: There's a a moderately famous uh, Australian punk band called Frenzel Rom. And I saw them 20-ish years ago now. And that's one of the things, because it was right in the middle of that whole Fosters ad campaign where it was, it's Fosters, Australian for beer.
1: I, I believe you mean Fosters, Australian for beer.
0: Yep, exactly. And the singer from Friends on Ram just looked at the kid that yelled at him, yelled at at him in the middle of the set, and just looked at him. Like, "Fosters is Australian for piss, you fuck." <laughs> and <that's laughs> I mean, all I guess I can we do have of. to
1: we do have to do that one on the show at some point, though. It's a very famous beer that we haven't done.
0: Fosters, are we going to get oil cans and and go to town? Okay.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, we can watch uh, Wolf Creek and uh talk about fosters
0: can't we do like crocodile dundee or young uh, well
1: no we'll just put on some old episodes of croc hunter okay and uh we'll go from there
0: i feel like we should just celebrate everything that uh yahoo sirius ever did in that
1: episode (laughs) oh man um I, for whatever reason, like I was all about wanting to see uh young Einstein when I was yeah. little. Yeah. And my dad was just like, no, that movie looks like dog shit. I he don't know who was wrong. right. Oh, fair enough.
0: Yeah. I mean, I watched it a lot. I liked it when I was a kid, but it's a dog shit movie. Like it's not as, as fun as you would hope it is. There's some, some slow parts. Like it feels like, um, a very slow version of Bill and Ted to me.
1: Uh, which Bill and Ted? The first one. Fair enough. Yeah, because that one,
0: that was not actually that good. The first one's good. I love the first one. Second one's my favorite. I haven't seen the third yet. Well, this, this I haven't seen the third one either.
1: Um, but I would, I would say, like, it's a really good thing that uh, Bogus Journey happened. I, I feel like a lot of the Bill and Ted legacy is based on uh, Bogus
0: Journey. Probably, yeah, because that was the more, like, completely gonzo movie of the two of them. Yeah. Um, I saw that at a drive-in. I want to say the the A feature was um, Three Fugitives with Nick Nolte and Martin Short. Um, And the B movie was um, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, which means my parents were asleep in the front seat of the van while I watched Bill and Ted. And that is a mind fuck if you're however old I was when that happened and your parents are asleep in the front seat and you're basically watching Bill and Ted in the middle of a a, a Ingmar Bergman movie.
1: (laughs) Right. You know, I'll also just say that I'm sure that uh, I'll receive a text message correction from my dad if uh, he wasn't the one who said that young Einstein looked like dog shit. Uh, Hi, Mr. Blue. He he is our unofficial fact checker. (laughs) At least oh. in terms of uh, things that I may misremember from my childhood. Um,
0: Mr. Blue, I apologize for the very, very hectic job that you have to do in every episode.
1: Yes. The 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 drive where my mother made my brother and I punch each other until we were crying uh, was not through Pennsylvania, it was through Massachusetts. And uh, <laughs> we're, we're very sorry.
0: I love that it happened. It was just the wrong state. And you know what? <laughs> If it was going to be a state, it's easier Massachusetts than Pennsylvania because one of your arms would have fallen off if it was Pennsylvania.
1: This is true. Um, and and he has never seen the uh, Alistair Sim version of A Christmas Carol.
0: Is his that right?
1: Ver- his favorite version is, in Scott. fact, the George C. Scott version. And I'm very sorry, Daddy. And he loves being called Daddy by a grown man. Oh wait, no, he doesn't. <laughs>
0: So I'll say this daddy, watch that George uh Alistair Sim version of it. I think Basil Rathbone plays um Marley. Plays Jacob Marley if I remember right. It's a goodie. So,
1: I swear to god, he has a copy of the Alistair Sim version uh on DVD in his basement that he's not remembering having watched. I swear to god that's true. It could happen. I swear to the god I don't believe in that that's true.
0: We watched it like every year at at my uncle's house. So it's fresh in mind. Yeah. My, my
1: uh, Christmas movie viewing schedule got all sorts of fucked up this year. Like I, I didn't watch the, uh, you know, we talked about it last episode. uh, Christmas Carol is supposed to happen on Christmas Eve instead. uh, That happened on Christmas day. And I watched uh, it's a wonderful life on Christmas Eve instead. Yeah, man, like COVID man, it's, it's fucking everything up. Traditions.
0: So next year, watch the streaming version of December, because um, I'm pretty sure my my good friend uh, Zach Schildwachter, his short is short number nine in that. Um, and it's fun. It, it's called "They Used to Laugh and Call Him Names. Um, and it's a, a boy and his dad being chased by a homicidal Rudolph through the forest.
1: Is it Claymation?
0: No. The Claymation mm-hmm. one is the one that yeah should not be named um that is the number nine that is in the other cuts the uncut version um is the claymation one and um that's that's an easy skip so Um, yeah
1: i was just thinking of the uh, mad tv sketch where it was like apocalypse now but it was rudolph
0: no there there's a, a claymation version in the uncut that's actually short number nine so it's funny that you mentioned that and that one is all about um a boy being molested very graphically by by catholic clergy um hmm. not my that favorite sounds like,
1: a, sounds like a laugh riot though
0: no it's fucking awful um but it's been replaced at least on like amazon and any of the streaming services by zach's by actually zach and bj's uh short bj colangelo and zach schildwachter uh the sickening pictures folks um and uh, it's fun. I, I really enjoy it. Um, it. The lead actors are actually father and son, um, and they dressed Cash up the son to look like uh, the elf from Rudolph. So it's a fun little short. Fun. There's all qu- sorts of impalements on on antlers and and some choice hoofings. So it's it's a goodie. So, well,
1: I'm, I'm going to have to check that out uh, because uh, a friend of Matt's is a person that I want to watch their thing of
0: Zach and BJ are both excellent people and, um, they know from good movies. Excellent. Well, Matt BJ's wife is the one that did the, um, harmony is her name. That's terrible. BJ's wife, harmony, um, hung with us and did the snack cake thing for, uh, for anomaly.
1: Oh yeah, that was a lot of
0: fun. Yeah. Harmony's I, hysterical.
1: I I uh oh I did watch that actually. I was about to say I, I didn't, um, but I knew of it. Um yeah. but I did watch it on on YouTube. Yep.
0: So YouTube Har- channel
1: Anomaly uh presents.
0: Yep. So when Harmony talks about her wife making her freeze the Stark Crunch because it's better that way, that's BJ who made uh The Laugh and Call You Names. Well that is
1: Fantastic.
0: So shout out to the Colangelos.
1: Well, Matt, I think now may be as good a time as any to cash in
0: the tab. That's probably a good idea.
1: Yeah. Cause we've reached the point of the podcast where we're both just kind of drunk and talk about shit.
0: Yeah. It's yeah, it's fine.
1: <laughs> um, so uh, as is our custom on the beer reviewed journal, the end of the episode is the part where we tell you to go to our social media accounts. Okay. Uh so check us out on Twitter. Uh where you won't be seeing anything from Matt McKenneth Blue for about a week. Uh but you can check out the Beer Reviewed journal on Twitter at Beer Reviewed where I will be tweeting stuff, probably not at Republicans, uh for the next uh seven days from Wednesday. Um, or you can find us at Beer Reviewed Journal on Instagram you can find Matt and myself on Instagram and Twitter at uh, Dreaded Matt and at McKenneth Blue and we do always like to thank Erling uh, for the use of their song I Feel Good as the intro and outro of our show
0: couple other quick plugs if you look at Lunchador Pod on Twitter that's the Lunchador Podcast Network now with new logo
1: um, uh, your, your wonderful wife, Kara, made such an outrageously nice logo for the Launchador Podcast Network.
0: It's so good, isn't it? It is so good. I can't wait C'est to get si bon. it on t-shirts.
1: Yeah. C'est si bon. Uh, like, uh, what is that? play? Is that the C'est si bon? Yeah, sure. Sure. Um beautiful beautiful logo um it, it's tremendous uh nobody's got a better logo a lot of people are saying it
0: it's true so you'll be seeing that on the Lunchador pod twitter account um you'll also get news about the rest of the shows on the Lunchador podcast network caleb versus self that i just guessed it on on sunday i think that's out this week um that's a weird conversation but it's fun um
1: Mimosas with our besties is the newest, other newest uh, ep, uh, show on the network.
0: I love that show uh, so much.
1: That's uh, Aaron Murphy,
0: right? Yep. Aaron.
1: It's it's difficult for me because I haven't met uh, either of the Murphy sisters.
0: Um, I, I can't wait for you to, to to meet them. They're they're amazing. They they are. <laughs> I've been adopted into that family, and I'm so happy for it. And it,
1: it's been long enough since the, the Fubard, uh anomaly presents episode about creep show that I don't remember if there was a Murphy sister on that episode.
0: Uh um, yes. That I think that was Meg. I don't think Aaron would have been on that one.
1: Gotcha. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say about it, but yes, uh, uh, yes, now I do. Uh, Aaron and her friends, uh, Siobhan and April. Oh, please. Amber. Let me, I've gotten, Amber. God damn it. Why did I say April? That's fine. I was thinking about the turtles. That's fair. Um,
0: I'm sure she'll be flattered.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Siobhan and Amber, uh, you know, they get together and have mimosas over brunch and and talk about life, the universe, and everything. Um,
0: it, it's kind of the flip side of this show, um, and it's so much fun. I, I love the the three of them to death. I think they're they're hilarious. They're they're great together. They've they've um, got a really great energy. Yeah, it's it's a really fun show. The the OG anomaly presents. We've got another episode coming out, probably a week and a half. I don't know what it's going to be about yet. We'll find out together. Um, if you've listened to the Nightmare Before Christmas episode, thank you, and I'm sorry, because um, <laughs> that shit was bananas. Um, B a
1: n a n a s.
0: Yeah. So so lunchador is is happening. We we may be adding more in the future. If you have a podcast idea that that you really want want to get involved with we've also got the uh, intercontinental wrestling podcast which is on a bit of a hiatus now should be coming back soon um old episodes of mind of magnus soon to be new episodes of mind of magnus that's coming back from its hiatus um so we're like five or six six shows deep now
1: yeah we're we're like a a real boy uh of of podcast networks um I I feel like there should be at some point a Big Lebowski episode of uh, Anomaly Presents. If there hasn't been one already, I, you're you guys have are over twenty episodes, so I don't remember all of them.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not there uh, yet. If you want well, that one, it's yours.
1: I, I was about to say yes. I'll I'll be on that one. Um, I'll be on the uh the the Friday the Thirteenth episode, uh, part two episode. Um,
0: I'll be honest. In a couple weeks, we're talking about doing Maximum Overdrive.
1: Uh well you know you got to let me know because that that is one that I claimed uh, approximately two years ago.
0: Yep, that's why we're um, doing it because it, it's a may culpa for for creep show.
1: Well, we can always do a a, a creep show redo, redo. You know, just just gotta wait yeah. a little, little bit.
0: Yeah, um, a will be it.
1: Wait a whittle bit. Wait a will be it, dude. Like we had a nine point three <laughs> and an eight point four. <laughs> is it eight point four? I, I, I correctly remembered eight point four, and that is very hard to see on this can because it is it is a black can with a black label with black text. You took
0: um, the picture,
1: right? I I did do a picture. I I actually already posted one, but I p- took another one for uh, uh for this episode recording. Cool. Um, let's see what other what other uh anomaly episodes am I going to be on? I don't know. We'll talk about it offline, folks. Great. Um. But from all of us here at the Beer Reviewed Journal, uh, myself, McKenneth Blue and uh, Matthew Donald Knotts. I'm I'm trying to make that a thing uh, for your pseudonym. Um,
0: MDA, support the kids.
1: (laughs) um, We want to thank you all so much for listening. Um, Please, please, please. From the bottom of what?
0: Matthew Donald Knotts, MDK.
1: Murder, death, kill. MDK all day, motherfucker. All right. Well, that's canon now. You're, you're Matthew Donald Knotts. Um, from
0: <laughs> from all of us Christ. here
1: at the Beer Review Journal, we, we sincerely want to thank you all from the bottom of our cold, dead hearts uh, for listening. Please, please do uh, hit us up on social media uh, with suggestions for beers for us to try. Because um, there's only so many of them that, you know, you walk around the cooler and you think, oh, that looks good. Um, we want to know what you think is good. And then we can criticize your shit taste. Um, But in all seriousness, uh, thank you all for listening. And as always, try everything.
0: Especially Roche beers.
1: I'm an important British actor. This has been a presentation of the Lunchador Podcast Network. We hope you have enjoyed. Cheerio!